greetings how are you how you doing how's it going welcome to another episode of vividly speaking with who else but me (laughs) dr vivid this is a podcast where we come to talk about all things mental health wellness stress relief daily living we laugh a little we joke a little we scratch our head at the crazy shit a little but overall it's a safe place that I am so honored to share with you. So, without further ado, let's jump into this next episode. Come on, let's go. Hey y'all, how you doing? How y'all been? I hope that your mental health, your spiritual health, your financial health, your physical health, I hope that you are doing well i hope that all those aspects of your health are functioning the way they need to function and by chance if they aren't i hope that you get everything that you need to make sure that you are performing at the level that you deserve to the level that you desire to we gonna get there one step at a time because you know what y'all Truth is, I'm tired. (laughs) It's been a hell of a last three weeks, three and a half weeks. Um, You guys, I told you I had to move. Craziness has been going on. Um, It's crisis season. Uh, As a mental health uh, provider, this season definitely whoops my ass every year. And after 11 years in this thing, it still hits. <laughs> it still hits. I um I've been trying to work on different ways to um rest as much as possible in the last couple of weeks because I've been going, 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 going. Um going, 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 going. And it's not healthy for your body. It really isn't. And so I am here to tell all of you, pursue rest. Pursue rest. Because it's it's a right. It's not a luxury. It's a right. And we need to get out of the habit of grinding or pushing just because we have that extra fuel. You can pause. Well, I can't right now. (laughs) But you can pause. Child, because life's life. And and so what else I have to share this good 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 stuff you know I always tell my friends and family um tell me something good tell me something good and my something good is my children's award ceremony for uh the school year this part of the school year kicked off um this morning it was beautiful um my oldest crazy came away with seven awards honor roll student and you know everybody's crazy little preschool girl toddler three-year-old my jojo she came away with three awards y'all two were behavior focused because she's been killing it and one was reading achievement award and her first advisory in school so so I love that this um, day filled them with a lot of joy. I love seeing kids getting recognized for their hard work um, because school is hard work. You know, you were there for 40 hours. So get recognized for everything that you're doing. 
Also, Canon Crew is up and live and running. Canon Crew is a membership uh, wellness education service that I created to have to have real conversations with people about cannabis and other plant-based medicines and how they're consuming them, why they're consuming them and working to help people be more educated about their use. Or if you're not using, just being more educated about the uh, psychological and um, mental health benefits associated with cannabis and other plant-based medications. So I'm really excited about that. I dropped some more merch for Canna Crew. Um, you can go check that out at my website, drvivid.com. You can check out about Canna Crew at drvivid.com. There are four membership tier level with the first one being a free level and the other one being a, I think it's every four months you have a, a payment. There are monthly payments starting at, as low as like $16.80 a month to just get information, wellness, um, samples, can of crew field trips and access to, um, other resources and education to help you understand why you have this attraction to this plant <laughs> and also help you make better wellness decisions. Don't just put stuff in your body cause it make you feel good. You got to understand what it's doing, why it's doing it and why you should, um, you know, explore other options when, things are becoming a little bit different. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. And you know what? I'm stressed, but I'm blessed. And that that's what I got for my highlights today. You know what we're about to get into, though. I didn't heard about 10 or 12 of y'all this week tell me this is your favorite segment. So this one goes out to you. You know what's up next? Let go. What's happening what goes on here so i was scrolling you know as i do on um, beyonce's internet and i saw that cory brodus aka um snoop dogg's daughter i've been following her for some time that baby can sing i'm talking about she will sing the house down boot she got some vocals on her i've been following her for years um her long time her boyfriend wayne proposed to her over the holiday that some of us just don't celebrate as a holiday we just celebrate as a day to eat because we don't fuck with oppressive racist you know you know pilgrims who came to destroy anyway so i saw that over the holiday he proposed she said yes and some of y'all lack so much y'all are y'all are heartless soulless folk and i don't like it not all of y'all but some of y'all friends Y'all got on the internet after this baby show her ring and this man and her father showed love and celebrating this moment. And people got on the internet and immediately start saying that this girl, implying that this girl wasn't worthy of this proposal. And let me tell you how I'm in term and why I'm interpreting this way. Immediately. 
people who probably don't brush their teeth before they do anything productive (laughs) got on the internet and started shaming her and saying that he's only with her because that's Snoop's daughter. He wouldn't be with her if that wasn't Snoop's daughter and making comments about her size, about her complexion, the color of her skin. What the hell is wrong with y'all? The fact that you don't believe that a dark-skinned, beautifully melanated woman with some curve, with some oomph, with some thickness is not worthy of love? Y'all have called her ugly. Y'all have said that he's in it for the money. And y'all are despicable because what this what this implies is you have to look a certain way to be worthy of love. And for me as a black woman, this is a very harmful narrative. It is an oppressive white supremacist white supremacist narrative saying that, you know, because she's darker, because she's curvier, she's thicker, she doesn't deserve companionship. She's not worth it. And Corey, in the off chance that you hear this, and for little or grown, beautiful chocolate women and people with curves, people without curves, people that are tall, people that are short, people that are small, people that have physical uh, disabilities that are noticeable and people that don't. You are beautiful. You are worthy of love. And despite what internet trolls, people who haven't had healthy relationships in umpteen years, people who have never embraced you, been in a room with you, got to know you and have breathed your essence. No matter what they say, I want you to remember that you're worth love and that there is someone out there preparing themselves to make room for you in their life, in their heart. The, the Y'all are, you fat shame and black shame at the drop of a hat. And it is so sad because what it tells me continuously in my 34, almost 35 years of life is that because of the color of my skin, people will say that I should not have peace and joy because of a body type. Like I get on this, get on y'all about this with Lizzo all the time. And it's so frustrating to me that y'all are so married to these antiquated patriarchal like guidelines for what beauty is, this racist shit. Y'all are so hurt and y'all need to work on that personal hurt because it's not going to get you nowhere. And saying mean things to a woman that you've never met on the internet about the happiest, one of the happiest moments in her life proves that you got a lot of work to do. Lots of work to do. Because that woman ain't said nothing problematic, ain't done nothing wrong to any of y'all. 
y'all are mad that she's happy. And instead of saying, what is bothering me? The fact that she's happy or the fact that I still haven't found my happiness and I'm seeing hers, oop. Check yourself before you wreck yourself and watch your mouth. Because would you want somebody saying these things about you? That you're probably secretly saying to yourself, what what the hell is happening? Do better. Stop being weird. Y'all, I had um, an episode mapped out. Well, a topic, a theme that I had mapped out. And I, I, I map out my episodes um, in advance unless the spirit moves me <laughs> and something occurs and I'm like, no, this is it. And I had the title of this episode, everything. And then I had a conversation with my friends and my therapist. And I said, nah, we gonna pivot. So something that I've been discussing, um, I've been, you know, I told you about this move and I've been talking about stress and how like stress really, really is a killer. But because of the person that I am and the level of resilience that I've demonstrated in the past, sometimes people don't take my stress seriously (laughs) or they minimize it because I've always been the strong friend in every dynamic the strong friend the strong mom the strong sister the strong daughter the strong niece like you you name it strong put it in front of it right and how this notion that I must accept this narrative and fit into this narrative has indeed caused me more stress and is harmful to my mental health and functioning. And let's, so let's talk about this, right? Sometimes we're so great at problem solving that people will just leave you alone in your darkest moment or your darkest hour and not check on you because their expectation based on historical events or experiences is that, oh, they got it. What if I don't? <laughs> and, you know, in, in, I, in therapy, I was discussing, like, when I say that I don't or that I need help, people literally will laugh or be like, girl, that's not who you are. You always find a way. What if I don't want to? What if I'm tired? Why is it that when a strong person asks for help, they're immediately met with reminders of how strong they are? Yet when you, the, I'm just going to say for the purposes of, you know, differentiating the not so strong friend or the friend that need this, the friend in need of support. Let's go with that one. Cause that that's better. The friend in need of support, you are, you know, throwing yourself full force into that person's space and wanting them to be a listening ear, a resting shoulder and a reassuring pat on the back and a hug what this this is wild right 
We uh, create roles for people in our lives. And when they step to the right or to the left, we try to put them back in there quickly because them stepping out of that role gives us a level of discomfort. And I think for most of us, that discomfort comes from, well, shit, if they're having a moment, what does that mean for me? And though that is human, that shit is selfish. So this person came to you in a moment of weakness and vulnerability. And instead of letting them have their moment and and being there or letting or being present while they have their moment, you decided to minimize them, tell them they need to wrap their moment up because they're too strong for this. But they're telling you actively I'm not strong in this moment, but that makes you uncomfortable. So you keep beating this dead. You keep throwing it back at him, beating the horse. No, 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 no. And it's stressful. So that person then starts to gaslight themselves and like, well, shit, I'm, I'm, maybe I am overreacting. Maybe I am being dramatic when no, you're not. You are having a moment. You are in a crisis. You are under an immense amount of stress and you are allowed to cry, to scream, to be upset, to be confused, shit, to even have an episode triggered because of this stress. But you're telling yourself that your natural response to these stressful things is wrong because it's out of character. The character that was placed on you, that was pushed on you, that was forced on you by the people around you in circumstance. Fuck that. No, it's... This creates more harm and more damage when it comes to our emotional function, our spiritual function, and our mental health. We talk so much about self-care and self-care can also be saying, I need help. So you, when you throw toxic positivity or you shut something down because your strong friend is not in their strongest moment, you're actually putting them in a position to experience more harm and more stress. You're standing in the middle between them and a self-care resource. And you're like, what if I don't want to be written? No, 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 no. I'm not saying that you have to stop and drop everything for them and solve the problem. That resource could have just been a space to be real and raw. And you snatched that back from them. Because it made you feel uncomfortable. Now you, your feelings are valid. And if something is too much for you, you can say, you know, I'm not used to being in this dynamic with you. I'm so used to you being the one that provides the feedback, the answers, and the comfort. I'm not exactly sure how to meet you where you are and give you what you need. You can say that instead of trying to convince them that they're, what they're feeling isn't real or isn't that big of a deal or is something they could easily recover from. Let me have my moment. (laughs) As many times as people in your life have given you those moments, don't snatch them from them. And it's not about whining or pity or sympathy. It's about empathy. It's about respect. I respect you enough to allow you to express this moment of vulnerability without thinking about myself and throwing at those thoughts at you. 
that's the making of a healthy relationship, whether it be a partner, a friend, a family member, whatever. So I realized that in talking to my therapist and my friends that most of my life, people have made that an issue for me, which has created high levels of anxiety in a lot of situations or of course attributed to the the spiral season of my when it when it comes to my anxiety episodes because the thought process for me is well if everyone is telling me that I should be able to get through it why am I not getting through it that means something is definitely wrong but can I say that out loud because that's whining that's complaining they're gonna what what you start to go on this very emotional ride of evidence gathering and data gathering, which I'm big on, but the data is all faulty because it's not real. It's not real. Like you are going through something real, but people's response is, isn't realistic. They're telling you to do something that isn't realistic. So you're, you're, you're struggling because logic, it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Somebody, you're telling someone, yo, I'm really hurt. Like, my leg is fucked up. And they're like, girl, if you don't just ice it and there's a whole bone sticking out, it's blood. <laughs> so you walking away, like, leg about to just come completely attached, <laughs> detached from your body. Like, it's not as bad as it is. Let me keep, let me just keep going. You know, they're, they're right. They're right. I just put a Band-Aid on it and, um, you know. Put a little peroxide, I'll be fine. No, your fucking leg is broken severely. <laughs> and you continuing to not address that injury because of what people are telling you, despite what you feel is gonna do nothing but cause more damage. And that's something that I have experienced. And that's something that I've seen clients experience, other people experience. And it's really hurtful, you know, because you're you come in with you come in with a heavy heart or feeling burdened and you know not as whole as you want to and are told make it work and what you really should be doing is taking time to address the address what's going on and not you know acting like it doesn't exist for the sake of everybody else's comfort because the wound, the injury, it just spreads. I tell people all the time, you know, beware of emotional infection. You know, you don't pay attention to that wound. It's going to spread and it's going to spread to other parts of your body, other parts of your life. So you trying to like throw yourself into work, but your, your spirit is bothered your brain your heart you're out of sync and out of alignment so your distraction now isn't distracting like it should you are now having errors mistakes you're missing things you're not working at your optimal level because you're not addressing what you're using this distraction for (laughs) You just, you know, or you're trying to prove that you're not whining, you're not weak, 
you're not lazy. You're trying to prove, you know, that you can fit the narrative. You can still be strong and have a moment of weakness. You can still be a strong friend while you're weeping. These moments don't take away from the things that you have done, the person that you are to others. No, it's just a part of your story. They get parts of you. And sometimes when people get get parts of you um, and they get exposed to new parts, they don't know how to take that. I was specifically talking about, you know, I refer to myself as a mental health superhero. And sometimes I get mad at myself when I say that because um, the idea of a superhero, you know, this person that is just impervious to so much, um, they are just, they're master problem solvers and they get hit with all these crazy situations but they fight like hell and prevail. And we love a good superhero to come and save the day. And uh, I often talk about, you know, black women in the myth of the superhero. And when you combine that with being a mental health professional, you combine that with being the strong friend. It's just like, bum, 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 cape a flutter. Look at my cape. <laughs> but, you know, it sounds cool. Um, but the reality of it is exhausting. So I had talked a lot about my favorite superheroes, you know, being um, Iron Man and Batman. And it's because they're human. They don't have any mutations, any thing that is super, imagine my air quotes about them is due to them using their resources. And okay. Yes. You're going to say vivid, big vivid, dog. These are rich white men. I get that. They have their resources, but they also use their resources wisely, right? But the thing that I love about these two superheroes and their humanness is you see them recovering from their battle. You see them go through. If you if you are a comic fan, you've seen Batman die many deaths. You've seen Iron Man die. You've seen them um, take a hell of a beating in a battle and take a while to recover. You've seen them say, I don't want to do this no more. Y'all motherfuckers are ungrateful and I keep almost dying <laughs> trying to save the world. You've seen them be painted as the villain when they're trying to make the heroic decision. And that's, I I, I identify with that, you know, trying to really take care of so many people and the damage it does to you in terms of your physical health and your uh, psychological health but the thing about them that also pulls me in is when people talk about their losses or they they come or they the characters would raise an issue uh or be depressed or complain or be angry people will throw it in their face that this is what you do 
you know, not all day. Remember, I'm a, I'm a, I have another identity outside of saving, outside of helping, outside of problem solving for you. But you turn on me or you tell me to hush when I am showing my humanity, when I am showing that this is not a 24-7, 365 constant thing. And no human can really run like that. So what do superheroes do to rebound? They go to, you know, Batman goes to the Batcave. He tells Alfred, draw up his ice bath, and he, you know, gets doctors and, you know, super secret shit to help him heal and recover. Iron Man creates whole, you know, <laughs> this man was like, okay, who? I'm going to make a heart for myself, <laughs> you know? I'm going to do what I got to do because I have to show up. For a superhero, that's even wild. And that's essentially what people are doing when they're just focusing on uh, resilience factors and strength in their friends. They're denying them the ability to be human and forcing them to take these crazy, go to these crazy limbs to keep being perceived as super. And it's not healthy. And as a result, you have some very fucking anxious and depressed adults because you don't know how to turn that switch off. Who helps the superhero? And you would say, other superheroes. All right, who helps them? Other super, like they run out. They run out. I remember um, watching Batman years ago, the movie. And the line where Kamish goes, he's the hero they need but don't deserve. That's sometimes how the strong friend fits in people's lives. And that sounds really harsh, but it is. Like, they're the person that's been there for everyone. But when have people taken time to be there for them? So while they're struggling and trying to recover in the lair, Who's coming past and checking on them? Who's who's at? Nobody. So they have to learn how to heal themselves and be there for themselves in a way um, that needs to constantly be recharged <laughs> because it can be really exhausting. So if you are dealing with hella anxiety or hella depression right now because you are that strong friend, that strong family member, that strong partner. I beg you to take time for yourself. I beg you to focus on what you need to do to heal. The world can wait. Take that goddamn cape off. So those feelings of anxiety and depression can start to get the fuck up out your body. <laughs> focus on you and it's hard to sit with the 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 knowledge that other people aren't shifting their cognitive schema so that you can have 
the moment that you need, but don't back down from working on yourself. Don't try to hurry and pull it together so you can save face because that's what it is. And, oh, I want you to also know this. You don't, you don't have to. You don't have to be the strong friend. <laughs> you're good at just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to do it. And that's a hard pill for us to swallow when we talk about ourselves too. But if what you're doing is causing you to be at odds with yourself or you're doing a disservice to yourself while you're being of service to other, you need to change the job. You got to change the title. This ain't what you need. And I know for damn sure this ain't what you want. Like, you really, really deserve freedom from the anxiety that you only operating in your utility creates. Freedom from... The sadness and the heaviness and the burden that being the strong friend all the time creates. Take off that cape. Let it hit the floor. And be soft. Be vulnerable. Acknowledge a wound or two. <laughs> and don't let anyone tell you that it's wrong for you to express your hurt or want time to recover. Because you deserve it. Because you are human. Put that goddamn cape down. I'm going to put mine down too. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. It's time for well, mail, well, mail, well, mail, well, mail. This is the part of the episode where I get to read the lovely topic submissions, these questions that you have for me, the things that are on your heart and mind via these TikTok streets. These Instagram streets, these Facebook streets, these Twitter streets, and by streets, I mean my DMs or directly in my inbox at contact at drvivid.com. You guys, it was the holiday, so I got so many questions about how to deal with boundaries during the holiday season. And that's I'm glad that you are ready to stick up for yourselves and protect your personal space, protect your emotions. So I got so many of these that I'm going to just approach it this way. Hey, when it comes to people that you're um, interacting with in the holiday season, whether it's relatives significant others, relatives, you know, friends, co-workers, 
if you don't feel comfortable, you don't need to be around them. If you don't feel comfortable, you don't have to show up. You don't have to sacrifice your mental health, your emotional well-being for a plate. That's what it feels like. (laughs) You are sacrificing your emotional safety to eat around people that you don't like, that make you feel uncomfortable. Even if you don't like, if you do like them, but they make you feel uncomfortable or they make you, your safety feel challenged. That ain't cool. That ain't cool. That ain't right. And it's okay. And I heard a couple of people saying, you know, they don't want to feel guilty. Never feel guilty about protecting yourself. There's nothing to be ashamed or guilty about. Nothing to feel embarrassed. Like, oh, they're going to draw it. No. Let go of that. Walk out of that. Don't allow people to shame you into doing things that make you feel uncomfortable. If there is an abuser there, you don't have to be present. And we don't give a damn what auntie, nana, papa, your cousins, any of them have to say about it. You owe it to yourself to protect yourself. Oh, they're going to talk about it if I don't show up. They're going to talk about you anyway. (laughs) That's the nature of, of humans. They talk. So let them talk about you from a distance. You don't owe your family, anything when it comes to your emotional well-being, your safety. You don't, you don't have to, you know, stuff yourself down, minimize yourself, make yourself small. Oh, let me just get this over with. No, let, let those ideas go. That's how trauma is created, reinforced, built upon. You continuously subjecting yourself to experiences that don't serve you because they serve the feelings of others. Hello, we're in a theme on this episode. (laughs) You know, say no, don't show up. And if you still want to participate in holiday shenanigans, make your own, create your own traditions, create your own things to do with family members, friends that don't make you feel nervous. They don't make you question yourself. They don't gaslight you. And also if it's, if it's not about a uh, past trauma or disrespect from your family, it could just be that you're peopled out or you just don't have the energy right now. And that's okay too. Learn to say no. Holidays are supposed to be breaks times where we reflect and rest and if your spirit isn't at peace if your spirit isn't at peace and your head and your heart are troubled that's not rest that's not rest so put you first in this holiday season i love your well mail submissions remember to holler at me in these social media dm streets or directly at contact at drvivid.com all right all right all right it's time to take a beat 
this is the part of the episode where I'm telling you what I'm listening to, what I'm playing on the repeat, honey. What's been on the playlist added immediately, immediately. <laughs> um, what's been making me feel good? What's been helping me reflect? What's been helping me process? Music is one of my favorite coping tools. But what have I been listening to lately? A lot of old school R&B. A lot of, and I'm talking about Isley Brothers. I'm talking about some good old Anita Baker. I'm talking about, you know, the OJs. I'm talking about just, just the classics. I also revisited a lot of Shaka Khan this week. Um, and if y'all like, I don't want to hear all that. Well, you should. <laughs> no, yeah, it's three. Um, what I didn't tell you, Coco Jones. That project still on repeat. Anyways, life's great. Shout out the big glow um, for the night. Chloe and Lotto still, you know, age, sex, location. Ari Lennox, DC's own. And also Billy Preston, nothing from nothing. Anita Ward, ring my bell. Parliament, funkadelic. Tell the roof off them. Tell the roof off them up. <laughs> what you been listening to? I want to see your playlist. Share it with me. And now it's time for the DIY. Time to do it yourself. That jingle jangle was kind of like, yeah, it was jangling. I like that. I might revisit that. Come back to that. Don't steal it now. Don't steal it. <laughs> but this is the part of the episode where we talk about coping skills that you can use, strategies, tools for stress management, stress relief, coping in the meantime, between time. You know, it's periods between therapy sessions or just. You know, things to help daily living just feel a little bit easier. So one of the things that has really been gifting my soul is going to lay down, going to lay down. <laughs> Y'all know that if you, if you are not on TikTok or Instagram, I was tell you like over the summer and the spring, that sound just bless my soul. The need to go lay down, go lay down, go lay down, right? Sometimes it's not about sleep. It's just about allowing your body to do nothing, to just lay, to just rest. We go back and forth around the house, cleaning up, organizing. We're at the desk doing our work. We're up and all through the office. We're in traffic. We're behind the wheel of this freaking vehicle going zip, zip, zip. Your body just needs to chill out. And a lot of us ignore signs of fatigue and signs of energy depletion because we're just so used to pushing it to the limit. And you're like, oh, take a nap. I'm not really tired. Not talking about you being sleepy. I'm talking about giving your body a chance to just relax and recharge. Taking moments where for 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, you just lay down. And that laying down can be in perfect quiet. That laying down can be while you're watching 
a show or listening to a podcast, listening to some music. That laying down can be you praying or practicing mindfulness or breathing. But make sure that you take time out to give your body the chance to say, I'm done for right now. Let me take a break. And for you to tell your body, thank you for all you allow me to do. I appreciate you allowing me to rip and run and function. But here's some rest. Here's rest that you've earned and deserve. Sometimes you may say, well, I got things to do. I got to look at my schedule. Shift it around. Say no to some things so your body can rest. Move that errand to another day or later in the day so you can get a few minutes of rest. So your body can acknowledge that it's done enough. It's done a lot. Your muscles, your feet, your shoulders. Rest your body. It gets you through so much, but it also takes on so much physically and emotionally. And we also know that emotional stress, mental stress, can manifest through physiological pain and weariness. So, I'm not talking about sleep. I'm just talking about rest. But if the spirit leads you to go take that nap, baby, take that nap. Take that nap. Because, <laughs> listen, I, I love a nap. I hated naps when I was little. But as an adult, nap me down. Nap me. Right? But practice this. If you have 15 minutes of quiet or 30 minutes before you have to leave out and go somewhere and you've already, you're already dressed or you already did what you need to do, lay there. Stop rushing to get to everyone. Rushing to get to everything. Rushing to meet every need except for your own. Rush to get to you rest and now it's time for the cool down This is the part of the episode where we focus on mindfulness, body awareness, relaxation, breathing, and most importantly, you. Now, during the cool down, I may do things like ask you to close your eyes, take deep breaths, or follow along as I guide you through visualization tasks. It's best if you participate in the cool down when you're in a safe place, in a safe state, and free of distractions. If you're around distractions or you are not in a place where you can sit, lay, or stand 
while going through this uninterrupted. It's okay. This is a podcast. You can pause, stop, and come back to me when you're ready. Let's begin. Let's start with a deep breath in. Now exhale. Mm, That was a good one. Let's do that again. Inhale. Exhale. To check and see if you're taking a proper deep breath, you can place your hands on your tummy. When you inhale, remember that your tummy should inflate like a balloon. And when you exhale, the air is being released and that balloon should deflate. Let's put our hands on our tummies, our stomachs, and let's try that deep breath again. Inhale. Good job. Today, I want you to lay down or recline. Let your body just relax. Don't tense up. Let your body rest as it naturally desires. And we're going to close those eyes and practice resting. You deserve rest. You deserve You are not your labor. You are more than your labor. Rest is necessary. Rest will feed your spirit. Let's Keep our eyes closed and take a few moments of rest together, quietly.
we take a moment to acknowledge our body. Thank your body for all that it's done for you today, this week, this month, this year. Take our last deep breath. Inhale gratitude. Exhale labor. Thank you for taking a moment to indulge in the cool down. I implore you to take more moments because you're worth it and you deserve it. Look what three minutes can do. Let's practice this once a day. Thank you for being here. You matter. This has been the cool down. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> We've come to the end of another episode. Thank you guys so much for your listens, for your subscriptions. Keep subscribing, subscribe, 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 subscribe. <laughs> Share, subscribe. Thank you for your well mail. Thank you for checking in. Thank you for being interested in everything Dr. Vivid cooks up. You guys are amazing. Um, you have made this year plus of, of this podcast something that just warms my soul. And I know I tell you guys that every time I get on here because I mean it. Make sure that you keep tuning in for new episodes. Check me out. Remember to follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Um, also, of course, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Share it. Check out drvivid.com. I am accepting new clients now. Check out drvivid.com. I am accepting new speaking engagements for uh, now in 2023. Well, basically 2023. And uh, I also want you to check out Canacru. And get more information about plant wellness. Until next time, you don't owe the world anything. You owe yourself everything. We out.